This is the Oklahoma Talking Company. Welcome to Activate Your Strengths with Rhonda Boyle. StrengthsFinder 2.0 is an analytical assessment created by Gallup Corporation, and many people today are using it to change their lives, improve their relationships, and enhance their work experience. This is the podcast where we explore using your natural talents and gifts in your personal and professional development. And now, here's your host, Rhonda Boyle. Hey, 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 everybody. This is Rhonda Boyle, and welcome to the Activate Your Strengths show. This is where we talk about all things StrengthsFinder. We're talking to real people about real everyday applications to their lives using the StrengthsFinder 2.0 assessment, which is uh, produced by Gallup Corporation. And I can't wait. Well, before we get going, I'm, I'm just wanting to check with Mr. Jason Baffrey and make sure he's got everything under control over there. Yes, we're good. All right, good to go. I'm so glad he's there because I certainly do not want to be running any of those bells and whistles. So anyway, I am very excited to uh, welcome my special guest today. She is a lifelong Oklahoman, and she has a beautiful three-year-old boy named Noah. She has been in the, a stint in the military as, a, as military police and then came back to Oklahoma and was an editor for our local Channel 9 uh, TV show, edited film and video and audio clips and so forth. And now she has landed with a fabulous real estate career. I'd like to welcome Miss Marissa Shea. Rhonda, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be a part of this. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know, I was thinking just yesterday that we have been working together on StrengthsFinder for over a year. Oh my gosh, has it been that long? It has I didn't even been realize that. that. Wow. I know. I think it was like August of last year that we got introduced and and you started applying the the uh, the work here and it's been amazing to watch what's happened to you and your career. I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. You Yay. drew me in right away. <laughs> well, like we like to start out first with every guest to identify or let the audience know what your top 5 talent themes are. All right. Well, my top five are futuristic, input, strategic, activator, and achiever. Awesome. Now, just for our audience so they'll know, Gallup Corporation, the StrengthsFinder 2.0 assessment identifies 34 talent themes, and you and I have all 34. The question is, what is the dominance? And for you, your dominance in your top five are futuristic, input, strategic, activator and achiever. Quite an impressive set of talents there. Now, first question for you, when you took the assessment, and I'm, you know, people are skeptical about these tests these days because there's so many of them. You can Mm -hmm. go out and find out whether you're a puppy or a dolphin or, you know, which celebrity (laughs) you're like and so forth. So there's a lot of skepticism around that. Uh, When you got your top five, when the report came back and you saw who you were, what was your first aha moment? Well, I think for me, I have done a lot of the different ones like disc test and things like that before I took StrengthsFinder. So when I got my results back and I read about them, I kind of felt, oh yeah, that's pretty on point. I understand that that's very valid of of who I am. But I think I didn't really reach my first aha until I took the basic course with you. And when I took the basic course with you, that's when I really started realizing not only how those strengths played within myself, but how other people saw me because of those strengths. And it really kind of helped things come full circle for me. Yeah, 
Right. You know, and that really what you're talking about is application Mm -hmm. because so many people over 12 million. I think last time I looked, it was almost 12 and a half million people have taken this test, but not a lot have had deep application. Mm -hmm. They just take the test and a lot of them in the corporate environment and then they don't really know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. And so you took advantage of opportunities to actually dig deep and figure out what it really meant for you. Mm -hmm. I think that one of the things that you told me was that it actually helped put into words and gave you words that you could kind of hang on to Mm -hmm. and it validated you. Absolutely. It definitely gave me the verbiage to put towards my strengths and kind of identifying who I was. And I think self-awareness is something that is so powerful for people to have. And so to be able to have a language to not only understand it yourself, but then express it to other people, I think is really important. It is. It is. And you also said that it'll allowed you to know yourself at a better depth. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely knew certain little things about myself, but how it explained what these strengths meant and how it even would give you examples of you probably behave like this. And it's like, oh, my gosh, how do you know me? I do (laughs) actually behave like this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What we're creating here is a common language. And you mentioned it yourself, how other people see you, how you see other people. And it gives you words, actually, that you can hang on to and that we know that certain words mean certain things. So for example, you're futuristic, your mm-hmm. number one talent. I know that you really can see into the future. Mm-hmm. You can see 5, 10, 20 years into the future. So tell us what that looks like. Now, I asked you yesterday when we were doing some little pre-interviewing mm-hmm. if you saw in color, if you could dream in color. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I can. I I've always had such a vivid imagination even as a child. And even dreams. I have very vivid in color dreams. And so I can see things not just say, well, maybe this will happen or maybe that'll happen. I can see it almost like it's a movie playing out in color. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can you you actually see it almost you said like a movie, but like maybe is it like slides or something or. Yeah. Help us understand, because I don't have futuristic <laughs> high enough, unfortunately. I mean, I think sometimes it can be just kind of flashes, almost like a screenshot of, oh, it could turn out like that. And then sometimes my imagination can really just play it out almost like a movie. And I can just really see it and see if I make this choice or that choice or if I go down this path or that path. It can kind of play out this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you thinking so far, like, do you think 10 years in advance? Do you think? 20 years in advance. Can you go take it out that far? Oh, it goes as far as it can go. I mean, I definitely can picture myself in different things just into older age. And I mean, just pretty much as far as it can go, I can. I don't know if I'd want to see that far. (laughs) I don't think I want to see myself growing older. That's funny. Well, tell us about your your growing up years, because you were Mm -hmm. always a dreamer. Always a dreamer. Always such a vivid imagination. In a way, I was very much introverted because Mm -hmm. I was always kind of in my head. Um, But I always had such a vivid imagination and could see myself at any point if I at that time wanted to be a rock star or, you know, we have those little things as kids. Sure. Man, I could see myself on that stage. Can't sing, but I could see myself (laughs) on that stage or just, you know, I could really picture myself with anything I wanted. I could picture myself there. Right. 
That's amazing. That's a, a, an incredible gift. And one thing that uh, I think for people who have futuristic, who are high in futuristic, you're shocked that the rest of us can't see. Mm-hmm. How do you know we can't see? Is there something that you're doing, like when you're working with maybe a client or mm-hmm. with someone else and you're talking about the future, how do you know whether or not we're, we're There's seeing? usually a blank look on a face staring <laughs> right. back at me with maybe some confused confusion kind of energy going on. And so... Once I start getting that kind of response, I realize, oh, they're not kind of understanding or seeing where I'm going with this. And so I have to figure out how to use some different kind of communication to either explain it better or maybe just say they're not ready for that yet. Sure, sure. Now, did, have you had people steal your dreams for, you know, throughout your life? What do you mean? Like, like dream stealers, you know, people who, when you have expressed something that you see in the future and they're mm-hmm. like, that can't happen. All the time. It still time. happens to if you today. people can't see what I'm seeing, there's a lot of people who will say, maybe you should rethink that or are you really sure that's something you want to do or, you know, and I don't think it comes from people not being supportive. It's just that they don't have that vision that I'm seeing it. So for them, they can't see it playing out the way that I see it playing out. No, they really can't. And they're unaware that they can't see it like you can see it. Right. So one of the things that I always tell people with Futuristic to, to make sure that they wrap around them people who they can express this the, their wild, crazy, futuristic mm-hmm. ideas to, where they created that safe safety or that safe space for themselves mm-hmm. because you don't want people to shoot your ideas down right. and or your your dreams your visions mm-hmm. and the other thing too is that by expressing them and talking about them perhaps even to other people with futuristic you get the opportunity to test them mm-hmm. and to kind of refine them or decide whether you are going to follow that this path or that path mm-hmm. and so forth so uh, you know I love to um, help you guys find people that you can talk to because not everybody understands or gets right. you, especially if they're very low in futuristic. It's as mm-hmm. if they have a you know a, a black shade over the understanding the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about your number two talent, which is input. <laughs> now, this is a talent that collects and gathers and sorts information and data mm-hmm. and so forth. And you, they, we also collect things. People yep. with future uh, with uh, input. So uh, tell me how that looks in your life. Well, I definitely love to gather information. I'm an avid reader. And um, I do collect things. I collect books. I collect vinyl albums. Actually, yesterday after we spoke, I realized that I'm collecting this specific kind of glassware that every time I see a new one come up that I like, I'm purchasing it. So that was kind of a realization for me as I was thinking about that yesterday. So I definitely do collect a lot of things. um, And then I like to share the information. Mm -hmm. So I can be one of those people that we spoke about can just a worthless knowledge of worthless facts, you know, right. we talked about it, something similar along those lines. So definitely I may have a little bit of information on that and love trivia and things like that. Sure. So. My husband has input high. It's in his top five. And he says that he is a worthless font of useless information yeah. <laughs> or a font of useless information. Right. So yeah, the, you have facts that you have stored in your memory that you don't even know you have until mm-hmm. you're cued and then pop out it comes. Right. And uh, people with input also have a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that in yourself where you can see things in your mind's eye or you know exactly where to go to get that vinyl record mm-hmm. or that book? 
Yeah, there have been times like if I've misplaced something or, or anything like that, I can just picture, oh, I put it here. Or mm. so I do. I have recognized that, especially once I took the strengths finder and really started understanding what these strengths are. I really started kind of being a little bit more conscious of it, so I became more aware that way. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned too that you, as a child, you collected porcelain dolls, mm-hmm. and now you have. Uh, uh, Tell tell what you just had to buy your new phone. Tell oh. what happened there. <laughs> I had to upgrade my upgrade my phone for a new space because I couldn't put any more music or any more pictures or anything on my phone, and I wasn't eligible for an upgrade. But I went ahead and went to the store and upgraded to the largest space capacity they had, which is like a 128 gig. And then Rhonda said, well, you should put things on your Dropbox. And I said, well, I would, but my Dropbox is also full. (laughs) So I had to. Very common for people with input. And that's, you know, each of these talents has a need, just like your futuristic has the need to share your futuristic dreams. Input has a need for uh, places to store things, Mm -hmm. their resources, because that's what people with input want to be is actually a resource for other people. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to serve other people and have that information. And you you might have a tendency to be a little pack radish, (laughs) right? Because you can't let go of things sometimes Mm -hmm. because somebody might need it. Right. And so we often find people uh, with input having their Dropbox maxed out or Mm -hmm. they have their, you know, their book, they have X, they have bookcases everywhere Mm -hmm. that are groaning with books and uh, so forth. But you mentioned, too, you also collect feathers. I do collect feathers. You know, some people pick up pennies on heads, and that's kind of their good luck charm. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's feathers. So anytime I see a feather, especially a white feather, and I actually saw one this morning before I came here. And so it was just kind of a good luck sign for me. So if I find them, I keep them. That we were going to have an awesome interview, which of course, so far it is. So uh, yeah, uh, people with input are collectors. So as you've mentioned, you've collected porcelain dolls and vinyl records and white flowers and now you're all of your music and people may find, you know, they all find their passion. They may collect antiques. They may collect uh, Barbie dolls Mm -hmm. or baseball memorabilia. It's just no end to the types of collections that people with input can have. Mm -hmm. So wonderful. Now, let's talk a little bit about your strategic. Strategic is a talent that is intuitive and it cannot be taught. And it is your number three talent. So tell us what that looks like in your life. Strategic for me is kind of like having the ability to piece the puzzles together. And so kind of really being able to see if you make a certain move, then this is going to happen. And then you're going to make this move. And then you're going to make that move. And I definitely feel like I have that ability to see patterns and things. Mm-hmm. I've really recognized that I have that ability to see those patterns in different situations. Strategic is very good at, at detecting patterns and knowing you know, what the next step is. Uh, and you said that you use that a lot with your futuristic. I think it's hard to separate the two sometimes. I think it is because the futuristic can see the future, you know, and then the strategic is like, okay, well, here's how we can do that. So Mm -hmm. if you're wanting to get from A to Z, here are the steps between A to Z. Right, right. And not everybody has that gift. We know where we want to go, but we don't know how to get there. And so we need people like you with strategic to be able to show us 
the way that we need to go. Now, one of the issues is <laughs> that we can't see what you see. Mm-hmm. And because we can't, we don't always trust. And that's right. something that you need. You need to be trusted. Yes. But that doesn't always happen, does it? It doesn't always happen. And that's kind of where I can go back into my input and kind of use that as a strength because I have enough information to be able to inform someone, okay, I'm not just telling them I see this and this is how to get there. I can tell you I see this and this is how to get there. And here's how, here's why. Here's why I know that. Here's the information sure. to kind of back it up. Right. Because you've got that knowledge base and you're an expert in your field, which is what input wants to be. Mm-hmm. They want to be experts. And so you're able to help your strategic or help people see your strategic or your strategy Mm -hmm. uh, and to get to where they want to go. Yeah, one of the buzz phrases that people with strategic use all the time is, just trust me. Yeah, (laughs) just trust Trust me. me. Yeah, Yeah, and unless you have that track record or you have a relationship with the people, you know what? We don't trust you. Right. You know, we can't help it. It's like going in the dark naked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, no, I'm not going in the dark with you and I'm not going naked. But that's what it feels like to those of us who do not have strategic. Mm -hmm. It's like you're asking us to do something crazy that we don't get at all. So it does require uh, a lot of trust. Now, um, one thing about strategic is that it it appears to be limited in that uh, it's limited to your knowledge or to your experience or to, you know, whatever you're you're involved in, your passion or so forth. Like, mm-hmm. for example, you wouldn't really able to be able to tell us a strategy for, for getting a, a young teen to the Olympics in ice skating. Mm-hmm. Probably not because it's not your passion, not something you're excited about. Mm-hmm. Do people ask you for strategic ideas a lot and you just don't know? They do ask me for, for strategic ideas a lot and sometimes I can still catch a pattern in something mm-hmm. or sometimes a lot of different situations have kind of a base, a baseline foundation of similar moves that they could make. Sure. You know, and a lot of times I try and employ Finder and have them take the test. Okay, well, you you're go. wanting to get from A to Z. Okay, well, I may not be an expert in your field, but let's find out what your strengths are and how you can use those to your benefit. So there, I may not be able to tell them specifically, but I can definitely give them some guidance in figuring out more about themselves to do that. Sure. So you're using StrengthsFinder outside of just your own personal use. You're actually growing your own personal network. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to get people to take StrengthsFinder. <laughs> I started dating someone, and oh, I had them take it. I have friends take it. Anyone who's willing to take take it and I'll even buy it for them to take it the Mm -hmm. $10 test just because I'm curious and then they can learn more about themselves and I really just get excited about it. Right, right. So just a reminder, we're talking about uh, the StrengthsFinder 2.0 assessment by Gallup Corporation. The test is actually $15 now for your top five or you can open up all 34 for $89 and it really gives you great insight into who you are as a person but more importantly how you function in the world, how you view things. It's almost like a, uh, a picture of your perspective. And, and I like to you know say that we're always looking out of our own eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And so these talents really make up our eyeballs. So it's really great information. Now, let's move on quickly to your activator, which mm-hmm. likes to move quickly. <laughs> yes. Tell me about that. I'm very impatient. That pretty much sums it up. (laughs) (laughs) That sums it up. I'm very impatient. And if I find something or or I figure something out that I want to do, I'm going to do it. I want to do it right then. I really don't want to wait on it. 
Um, I do have a lot of thinking traits, but I'm not a huge researcher. Uh, you know, I think my activator kind of overrides my research tendency to be really careful and cautious about things. And so if my futuristic sees it, my strategic sees the way, I'm all right, activator is going to do it. You're just going to jump right in whether you have in. a plan or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, not always does, does it work out, right? <laughs> no. Sometimes no. we leave a trail behind us. I have activator also. Mm-hmm. And it's Our processes can look a little messy can't they? They can. Yeah. Make everybody a little crazy. Yeah. And uh, one of the hallmarks is that we start more things than we finish. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's very (laughs) true for me, too. I definitely uh, recently decided I was going to teach myself how to play piano. Uh-huh. And so I went and got a keyboard and for the probably the first week or two was really good about almost every night a little bit. That's probably been about four weeks ago. I haven't touched it since then. Um, and generally it's like, oh, well, I'm going to read instead or I'm going to write or I'm going to teach myself how to play piano or I'm going to learn how to ride a bike around the lake or whatever it is that day that seems to be something I want to do. And so it may take a long time for me to finish something. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we do leave a trail. I say that uh, those restorative people need something. Yeah. You know, they're the ones, that's the talent that, of people who like to fix things. And so uh-huh. we're leaving them plenty of things to fix, yeah. aren't we? So um, tell me, what if I were to ask you, what is your biggest mistake you've ever made? Would you even be able to tell me? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. And that's because people with Activator are fearless. Mm-hmm. We learn by doing. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to jump right in and then go, oops, you know, and then jump out again. Yeah. Learned that lesson. Not going to do that again. Well, moving on. So yeah. I'd like to say that I would move on. Well, and sometimes not have we to might. Learn it again. Yeah, we might need a couple of learning yeah, experiences. Exactly. So we do. We learn from our mistakes and, and we are fearless. We have that uh, that ability to not look in fear at things that we see. And uh, we're opportunistic. Mm -hmm. So I think you mentioned that as a kid, one of the things that helped your activator was being into sports. How did that look like as a kid? Yeah, because it really kind of allowed me to focus on something um, and really just put a lot of my energy and effort into that. And so, but I played a whole, all kinds of sports. I wasn't just a one sports girl. I was basketball, soccer, track, cross country, you know, anything that I could play, I played. Right, right. And that helped you kind of manage that energy. Mm-hmm. I ran across my um, report card from when I was seven years old <laughs> recently, actually not too recently after my father passed away. And one of the notations that a teacher had written was, Rhonda cannot sit still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a hallmark uh, trait of an activator. Mm-hmm. We are moving and shaking all the time. I mean, you're looking at me now. Our audience cannot see me waving my arms right. and, and using my hands as I talk. But that's that's how we do. You know, We just are constantly moving, and we're not afraid to make mistakes because we learn from doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a, a fun talent. And uh, but not everybody thinks so. Yeah. <laughs> Especially people we like think maybe. We're fun. I know. Maybe like Jason here who has deliberative, you know. <laughs> we're quite risky in his world, Jason. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about your achiever. You're achiever. You're like a type A girl, I aren't you? I am a type A. Mm-hmm. And every day starts at zero. I have to achieve something every single day to really feel like I'm accomplishing something. And, and so I definitely love to hand write down my list of tasks and mark those off. And I have a great deal of satisfaction by marking off the last one every day. Every day. Now, what would happen if you actually went to bed with one of them still on your list? Are you going to sleep? No. 
No, you're not going to sleep no. at all that night. No. So you make sure you go to get everything cleared off your list. Yeah, I always have something to do. I, I'm never, there's always a task. And if I check it off at the end of the day and I have more time left, oh, well, I need to go do this. I need to clean the house or I need to do laundry or I need to call this client or I need to do this. So there's always something. Sure. Now, uh, have you been accused of being a workaholic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Definitely. think a lot of books have been written about the achievers <laughs> or yeah. the overachievers. Yeah. Yeah. And I think probably the um, the thing that you have to be careful about with achiever is recognizing that some people don't have it and yeah. don't feel that need. I'll, I'll be transparent here and tell you <laughs> that achiever is my number 27. Mm-hmm. So if I write anything down, I don't even make it to the grocery store with my grocery list because I don't <laughs> even think to write things down. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, I get things done. I just don't get it done the way that an achiever does. And Mm -hmm. I have no problem going to sleep if I didn't have anything (laughs) undone. So uh, tell us about the checklist. You found a checklist recently, didn't you? You were mentioning that you find them sometimes. Oh, yeah, because I'll write them down on random different pieces of paper. And I was going through my input has a hard time getting rid of paperwork, apparently, because I'm finding piles of it randomly. Mm -hmm. And I'll be going through it and deciding, all right, I'm going to go through this and throw some stuff away and I'll just find checklists. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You keep them probably strewn all over the house. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, some people with Achiever also, you know, you're what you need is to be busy and productive. Mm -hmm. It's a deep need for you to just constantly be feeling like you're producing something. You're in productivity. Mm -hmm. Now, how about vacation? Um, Vacation for me I usually end up still working and there's never really a full vacation. Um, there have been a couple of times I've come back and felt like I didn't really rest much. You know, that really <laughs> wasn't a vacation. Or I'll find that if I do have more of a time to kind of relax and rest, I'm actually eager to get home so I can work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just that's just who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, I think, though, that um, probably the biggest consideration for you is making sure that you don't judge other people who don't have achiever because that's what you know we are if we're always looking out of our own eyeballs Mm -hmm. then we're always judging other people based on how we would do it Mm -hmm. instead of how they would do it and that was a huge aha for me in taking the basic and your um Intensive. intensive course mm-hmm. was learning because you can learn how other people are the way they are. And it really release relieves you of feeling judgmental of others because you can say, oh, well, they're this. I can understand why they're that way. And so you're a lot less judgmental of other people, a lot more accepting of who they are. Yeah, it is really all about acceptance mm-hmm. uh, for other people. That's what makes us happy. And, you know, when we can just accept that people are going to mm-hmm. do what people do. Mm-hmm. And this does help identify what they do. So. And not only identify, but then you know what their needs are. Mm-hmm. So if you're in direct interaction with them, you know different things you can do to kind of fill their bucket, so to speak, sure. and make them feel like they're getting what they need. Yeah, exactly. Now, I know that you happen to have opened up all 34 of your talents. I have. I know. And I was not surprised, but how many of yours are thinking talents? Six out of my top 10 are thinking So you really are in your head all the time. Oh, yes. Yeah. So what are a couple of your other talents that you see in uh, in that six through ten that that make a big or a big part of your life? Um, I definitely think the maximizer is something that I see a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. I definitely expect a lot of myself. 
Um, I'm constantly trying to refine my skills, Mm -hmm. like wanting to be mastery at something, always growing and learning. And then I have learner in my top 10 also. So that adds to it and definitely want to bring out the best in other people. You know, I always want to help other people and bring out the best in themselves. Any kind of mentorship I can do or coaching or anything of that nature. I love doing those things. Yeah. Yeah. Maximizer is that talent that that aims high and has a standard of perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can be a little picky perfectionists, yes. can't we? Yes. <laughs> That's kind of like a da- the downside of yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, Relator is also in your top 10. Mm-hmm. So how does that look? Uh, Relator, for me, um, we had spoken about before how you said, you know, Relator kind of has that inner core. Mm-hmm. And the inner circle. The inner circle of people. And generally with Relator, there's about – you know, between one and three, maybe people that are in your inner circle of people. And that's very true for me. And you had said, you know, with Relator, once you're out, you're out forever. Pretty Um, much. And that's pretty much how it happens. Um, I, you know, don't just kick people to the curb, so to speak, but my inner core, my inner circle of people is very, very few. But you won't kick anybody out of your inner circle unless what happens? got to be a big oh like betrayal betrayal Mm -hmm. yeah it's got to be something that really hurts and cuts to the heart Mm -hmm. you know otherwise you keep friends forever yeah are you still friends with your like kindergarten people or oh yeah i have a friend from grade school that we're still still friends yeah isn't that funny that's Mm -hmm. fun with relators so well that is awesome so tell me how you know one of the things very quickly is that we break these talents apart Mm -hmm. so that we can learn how they work but they never work in isolation Mm -hmm. very rarely do they work in isolation Mm -hmm. and i see your talents just all over your life oh yes so anything that you can share with us about what you've observed Well, even just in every day-to-day life, I've been able to kind of break it down. And with my career, especially with working with clients in real estate, um, my input comes in right away because I want to do a needs analysis for my clients. And then at the same time, I want to inform them. And that kind of gives us a level of trust. My futuristic then sees their wants into what home they're wanting, and I can see that house for them. Strategically, then I kind of put the pieces together with their finances and location. How can I make that all come together for them? And then my activator is ready to go. Let's go. Let's go look at houses. We'll go look at them last minute. Just whenever you want to see them, let's do it. Um, And then strategic kind of comes back in to negotiate. My achiever closes the deal, and then my maximizer feels great at the end of the day. (laughs) There you go. See, they just, you can't get away from them. They're all over your life. So that's quite exciting that you're able to pull all that together and see how it works. It makes you a better real estate agent. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, that is really where we're going today or finishing up here. And uh, want to make sure that our audience knows how to reach you, where they can find you. So, well, that you can call me 405-760-0087. You can go to um, kellerwilliams.com and you can find me there as well. I'm also on Facebook. You can just look me up, Marissa Shea, and I have a real estate page as well. And I'd be more than happy to reach out and connect to anyone. Yeah. And let's spell your last name just to make sure. S-H-E-A. S-H-E-A. Marissa Shea. Thank you so much for being our guest today. We appreciate that. And if you would like to find out more about us, you can go to www.activateyourstrengths.com. We have workshops, so we'd love to uh, invite you to come to that. And uh, you can register there at the website. If you'd like to find us on Facebook, we have a fan page at Activate Your Strengths. We can be found on Twitter at Activate Strong and on Periscope at Activate Me. And that's our show for today. We thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time time.
Activate Your Strengths with Rhonda Boyle is a presentation of Oklahoma Talking Company. Learn more and listen to other great programs at oklahomatalking.co. This has been a production of Destiny Creative.